in a world where millennials have no idea what the f*** they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. Welcome to a brand spanking new What's With Millennials podcast, where we talk about pop culture, tech, and media. I'm your host, Diodonna, sitting here with my co-host, Truax. Yeah, yeah, boy. How you been doing, man? How's things going in your neck of the woods? Been busy, man. Uh, a lot of changes at work. Uh, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. We're, we're now uh, who we started with in the car business Uh-oh. oh yeah uh, I, how's that uh, has it officially like turned like have have do you feel like you're back at the original place that we started at? i i actually kind of do in a way but in a more exciting uh manner because okay. i know there's actually gonna be business now <laughs> oh wow i imagine that um so for the viewers who don't know uh me and truex uh, met at a car lot. Yeah, um, yeah. Because we're dirty. A while ago, we're dirty, scummy car salesmen. Car salesmen. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Geez, well, no. you're not anymore. I, I, am not I, anymore. I still am. I still am. Yes, but, you are. <laughs> dirty, dirty uh, scum. But you know, between between work and just uh, just trying to live, man, I haven't actually had much time for myself or disc golf or anything. I haven't played much disc golf at all. But I am going to Vegas on Thursday, so nice. that is gonna be fun going for my daughter's uh, cheer competition yeah are you excited i, I am excited man I, I haven't been to to vegas as an adult and uh, i also get to see my my daughter perform in another nationals competition so it's it's kind of awesome yeah that's yeah. pretty exciting yeah. what yeah. so it's like they're going to nationals like if they're, officially they're they they're going to nationals they're going to compete for first place for the year for the entire Dude, year so that's yeah, pretty yeah no exciting. it's awesome no it's a it's a lot of fun and i give cheerle- cheerleaders a lot of credit because i used to make fun of them that's a tough, tough sport. And I call it a sport. I, I am them. I, I cheer <laughs> along with them, you know. It's a <laughs> nice. There you go. How have you been, my friend? Oh, man, I've been having an interesting week. I, we just got back, uh, or I just started getting back into school. Okay. Um, so I'm back another year over at uh, Sacramento. Nice. Oop, oop, oop. Another, yep. another semester. Another semester, yes, mm-hmm. which is going to end up being another year um, <laughs> over at Sacramento <laughs> State. Um. So yeah, we just started, and for the viewers um, who are not looking or listening on our Facebook, oh my god, my headphones keep dipping out. Is that just me, or is that that's you? just you? Because just I'm me. not getting it. Yet. Okay, yay for uh, me. Sorry, sorry everybody, if if we're if, interrupting if, yeah. the show with with headphone issues. Anyway, um, so we just got back, uh, Sacramento State, and we are now back at the KSSU Radio. Yeah. 
Um, we're recording live as of right now. Home of the Stingers. Stingers up. Stingers up. Home of the Hornets. Uh, 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 Hornets. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Right. I don't go to school here. Uh, what, yeah, we, we can only try so much. Yeah, I know. We can right. Only do so I, much. I, I wouldn't do very well in, in school, so that's okay. Well, I apologize on behalf <laughs> of you. Um, but anyway, so this episode was actually brought to you by Within Range, the upcoming apparel company of the future. What first started off as a disc golfer's passion has turned into an overnight sensation. Check them out at Facebook.com/slash Within Range Disc Golf. That's Facebook.com/slash Within Range Disc Golf. D I S C Golf. Yeah. Um. What else has been going on? Um. I also saw the movie Glass. Ooh. Um. Have you heard about that? Have you seen it? I've I've heard a little bit about it, but I don't okay. I I don't know too much about it. Okay. Um. So I I don't want to spoil anything. So I'll I'll go ahead and give my non spoiler review later on in the show. Um. And yeah, that's kind of how, how my week has been. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners who don't know, our topic of the week this week is toxic masculinity. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. That's, that's a rough topic. That that definitely is a rough topic. We, we, we don't have any women in here once again for a topic know, like right? this, but I, I think we are men, so I think we're capable to handle this, this yeah. conversation. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see who the real man is at the end. But, right. But yeah, we, we have a lot of good stuff coming up. We have uh, the topic of tox- toxic masculinity um like i said we have the review for the glass movie we have um some listener mail someone asking in for some sex advice um so we're gonna be doing a lot of things um but before we get started with that my question for you is do you have anything for news i do have news you do i do oh so then we have some great stuff coming up on top of that let's go ahead and get started with our next segment which is news jeremy hit it All right, so news. I'm going to start off with one for anyone who is a sports fan and a football fan. Um, This weekend was kind of rough for uh, the AFC and NFC championship (laughs) games, okay? Okay. So so first you had the Rams and the Saints, and then you had the Chiefs and the Patriots. Um, And everybody hates the Patriots, so I'll leave that one to the end. But this story is actually about the Saints' bad beat. Okay, so okay. they 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 got beat by the Rams, mm-hmm. and it was unfortunate because there was one play, one missed call that cost them the game. And okay. uh, I actually <laughs> kind of laugh at this because I think the NFL is rigged now. Um, more and more time watching and seeing some of the things that happen in the NFL, I, I realize that I think they're completely rigged. And the New Orleans ticket holders uh, are suing the NFL. What? Over the call in the FC Championship game. Wow. Yeah. You can do that. I'm, I'm guessing they can. I, uh, I had and, no idea you can do and, that. And the reason why is, um, and now it's two New Orleans Saints season tickets. Okay. It's, not, it's not like a whole bunch of them got together. It's two of them there to doing it. And they're asking a Louisiana judge uh, or state court judge to order Commissioner Roger Goodell to invoke an obscure rule that could force the final moments of Sunday's NFC Championship game to be replayed. What? <laughs> yeah. Like I, to I, replay as in like watch or I, like no, literally to redo I, I the... I think to redo the play. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this right now as we go through. I love the headline and I thought it was going to be great. So um, no penalty was called after the Rams defensive back Nickel Robbie Coleman hit Saints receiver Tommy Lee Lewis while a Drew Brees pass was in the air 
um, fewer than two uh, two minutes remaining in, 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 a, in a tight game. Um, a flag for pass interference would have given the Saints a first down and enabled them to run down the clock before kicking a potential game-winning field goal. So I think what they want is the judge to say that the NFL has to allow the Saints and the Rams to replay that 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 last portion of the game. You know when like you were a kid and you used to play ball and like someone like push you or something and like you'd be like, hey, hey, time out. <laughs> Time out. No, we got to do that over yeah. again. This yeah. is like the biggest version it's, it's of that. Do over. Do over. It's, like it's a do over. I don't like the, it. These are the. Okay, so I, I get it. The NFL kind of sucks because they, they are a little rigged. But at the same time, like, how are you going to be babies and ask for a do over? No, no, no. And the rules of do over. You have to when they call it. You, gotta, <laughs> you have to. You, you have to. to. That's the rules of do over. So, so for the NFL fans like myself, um, what do you think? Uh, answer us in the, you know, make your comment in our comment section on Facebook. Let us know what you think of that because uh, I think it's hilarious. And uh, I say I hope they win, but I, th- I don't think they will. <laughs> yeah, Deal over. And then uh, my next uh, article is for all you, you, you stupid Apple users. Not that you're stupid. I just hate Apple. Um, but uh, they're like 10 years behind everything else that Android does. Uh, so the long-awaited Apple wireless charger may finally be coming so if you are an apple user and you've gone all these years without having wireless charging capability it's about to happen um and they're about to release a charger um it's not often that apple promises a brand new product only to completely silent uh, uh, only to go completely silent on the idea and not deliver it but that's what happened last year at its annual iphone product launch in september 2017, it, it touted a forthcoming wireless charging pad called AirPower, which promised the ability to simultaneously charge your iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods. That's pretty cool. That if is they, pretty if cool. they actually can, if they pull that off. Um, so it, it looks like uh, you Apple users are going to get some cool stuff coming to you. It's about time Apple did something. Um, they really do need to do something because they've been having uh, failed sales, well, not failed, but decreasing sales on the new iPhones. Yeah. Just because people don't want to spend over a thousand dollars for a phone, phone that they're just gonna make a new one right. within like the next year. Yeah. Um, and they've stopped being very innovative. Um, with their technology, their their innovation now. It seems like it mostly stems from okay, we're taking this out of the phone now. Yeah. So it's becoming like less convenient. So like I remember when they switched over from um from the typical charging cable uh-huh. over to like their the, the like, lightning uh, yeah the the lightning, the, the lightning spe- uh-huh. super specific just to like Apple and then people were just like what the heck? and like there was this whole thing afterwards where they where people had to buy like adapters in order to like help move over. So I mean. There's a plus with them being innovative and being like at the forefront of stuff, but when you do it so much to the point of you're not adding something on top of it on on top of that with your phones and people aren't gonna uh, they're not yeah. gonna want to do that. No, they're not. You, you, you gotta you gotta not charge so much, but also increase like what you're doing. And you know, technology advances so much, and it seems like Apple's always so far behind. But uh, you know, good for them finally doing something. I think it's pretty cool that you can charge all three at one time. That's pretty awesome. Um, and then my next article is okay. Um, so did did you happen to watch the uh, the uh, Blood Moon the other night? I did not. I didn't know there was okay. a Blood Moon. Well, there was, and we couldn't see it because we had rain and and overcast skies, so we couldn't see it whatsoever. But um, some people in Florida got to see 
the 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 moon and okay. as they were they're gazing at the moon and 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 enjoying uh the, this blood moon it's uh, it, so it's a, a full lunar eclipse and as huh? as the 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 earth shadow passes in front of the moon it turns this this blood red well they were lost watching this this blood moon and failed to realize uh that the high tide was flooding their suv <laughs> Wait, what? So, so they were parked on the beach. So, um, <laughs> I, 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 I was laughing at this. Uh, the moon gazers were at Point Verde Beach late Sunday to watch the uh, the rare celestial event reported Monday, citing the St. John's County Sheriff's Office. Okay. Um, the Honda CRV finally, uh, uh, finally was pulled out of the ocean early Monday. The sheriff's office told the news station. So they were sitting on the beach watching. A full moon, um, uh, and turn into that blood moon because mm-hmm. of the lunar eclipse, and and failed to maybe recognize that when you have the moon at a certain time, you also have high tide. And <laughs> where was and where was this at? What uh, part this, of the... this is in Florida? So oh, go, okay. Well, go that's... figure, right? They it's... they ready for man, just they, crazy they... stuff to happen in Florida. Right? That's just Florida itself. <laughs> it is just Florida itself. And then um, my last article for the day. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about when you might get married? Um. Yes. Yes. Why did you did did you ever think about how it will be the wedding and the ceremony afterwards? Uh, definitely not at high tide. Not at high tide. <laughs> you, so you you you're not you're not going to be the swimming type for your wedding. No. no okay. No, 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 okay. No, no, no. So so I I mean g- could you ever imagine having a wedding and then someone accidentally playing porn? Through the speakers, I imagine that every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, this man accidentally played porn through the speakers at his girlfriend's sister's wedding. Oh, well, <laughs> lovely. I don't know how you accidentally. Never mind. I know exactly how you accidentally did that. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. I don't know if it was on accident. But... Oh man, if it was a brother, it might have been on purpose. <laughs> it might have been if on that purpose. Was, yeah. yeah, if that was her brother, but... it might have been on purpose. But can you imagine just walking down the aisle? <laughs> And then, just waiting to hear da 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 da, and then you hear I can't even do it. Yeah, I, we I, can't I, even do it. We can't even do it. <laughs> I can't even you, do it. Leave you, let your imagination. Let your imagination <laughs> wander. that one a little bit, but uh, <laughs> um, so uh, he he shared his uh, embarrassing mistake, explaining how he accidentally played porn over the PA system at his girlfriend's sister's wedding, um, taking a. Taken to a Reddit community for relationship advice, the man wrote about how he offered to help set up uh, the wedding, including lending the speakers from the gym where he works to use for the. Uh, uh, f- uh, he works to use for speeches and music. Mm-hmm. He said everything was going fine on the day of the ceremony until the groom stood up for a speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is where it all went horribly wrong. My phone automatically connected to the speaker and started playing what was wow. on my phone last. This happened to be porn from the night before. <laughs> what a great brother. It's, dude, uh, you are not, you are uh, fired. <laughs> uh, and it, it, it it was in front of everyone, uh, the family, mm-hmm. it's the the friends. It, wow. uh, yeah. You know, what? if I was a sister, though, I, w- I probably wouldn't be mad because I would know how embarrassed <laughs> he just like embarrassed himself. Like oh, how much? E- even worse, uh, she didn't. 
So the bride, I guess, didn't say anything at the time. However, I went home and now she isn't responding to any of my messages. And I don't know what to do was what he was asking for advice on. <laughs> well, you just ruined her her wedding uh, with porn. So it might take a couple years. <laughs> yeah, that might, yeah, you don't just, you just give her some time. Well, yeah, I it, that would be super. I, I would turn bright red on that one because mm-hmm. now everyone knows what you were doing the night before. Right. What you got to do is you get you go outside her house. You hold up a radio and you finish playing the rest. <laughs> you, you can't just half, you know, but a job. You got to full right. butt. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway. Horrible. Uh, so that that is actually my news for the night. All right. There you go. Thank you, uh, Truex, for bringing in the news. You're welcome. Um, now, once again, we are going to talk about toxic masculinity. Um, you know, it, when is being masculine too much, right? Yeah. But before we get started with that, we're going to get started with our next segment, which is If You've Been Living Under a Rock with Announcer Man. Springboarded from a Gillette commercial making a call to action for men, toxic masculinity is a coin turn for unacceptable behavior that stems from the absence of accountability for bad male behavior. In an effort to balance the scales in the face of the Me Too movement in Time's Up, are we reaching towards true equality or are we reaching too far? This has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. All right, so Truex, first impressions, um, toxic masculinity. What are your first impressions on this whole subject, on this whole thing? How do you feel about this, bro? Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of haters and a lot of likers on this one. Okay. I do not believe in toxic masculinity, masculinity in the, the sense of how the media portrays it. How so? Uh, the... The, the way that everyone's attacking masculinity is men are bad, is how it's all coming out. You're bad because you were a bully. You're bad because you were you, you were you roughhoused as a kid, and you, men allowed you to roughhouse. Well, that's because we're boys, and they hate the saying, boys will be boys, but boys will be boys. It's a, it's a, it's an automatic, it's a natural um, thing in, in men to be a little bit more aggressive than women. Um that's not saying that men should be aggressive towards women. I'm saying that men are more aggressive we're, 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 and women are more verbal, right? Mm-hmm. So men are always a little bit more active in, in the sense of aggressiveness and women, their aggression comes out in a verbal or um, very bitter sometimes way uh, because they, they, they use their words to attack you compared to men will knock each other out and then we'll go to the bar and have a drink and have fun where women won't talk for months on end and bring other women into it to attack. And that that's a sense of how men and women are defer. Okay. I think it's a natural sense that men um, have more of a, a I don't, it, it's so hard to explain because we're jerks. The, yeah. We're, we're horrible people <laughs> because we have a deep voice, you know, it's a, we're, we're, we're bad because we shave or we don't shave mm-hmm. and we grow a beard. You know, there, there's so many things that they're attacking men on, and I, I, I just don't like it. Okay, so you don't like the feeling of 
um, feeling like you are being attacked, like you you as a person is being questioned. No, it's not even me individually as a person. I think it's the it's the whole sense of of men. It's not just individuals. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's 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 a commonality. They're putting all men into this bag of chauvinists. Um, when ninety percent of men aren't chauvinists, we're 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 touch we're, we're caring we're loving we're, we 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 work our butts off we go mm-hmm. home to our families we we do what we can do we make mistakes there's no doubt about that but everybody makes a mistake we all have our own specific roles mm-hmm. and um i i believe in in a fact that men have a certain way that they live and men act a certain way yeah and women act a certain way. We shouldn't have women telling us how we can behave. Otherwise, they should allow us to tell them how they can behave. Right? Well, I don't know. I disagree. Um, okay. I, I might be on the other side of this one. Um, but before I get into that, did you actually see the Gillette commercial? I did. <laughs> I just I, saw it for the first time today. Yeah. Um, first of all, hilarious. <laughs> Because it totally just like puts like stereotypes of like a man of what it's supposed to be. I think I laughed out loud at the part where it just lined the guys up with their grills in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> As it was like talking about men and they were just like, oh, okay, we're just here. Okay. When I guess I can't finish these hot dogs. I'm <laughs> but, um, but I see, I see, um, the artistic vision that they had behind the Gillette commercial. I don't think it was meant to be seen as literal. I think that they went for the extremist kind of artistic vision, like I was saying, with the the guys in front of the grills. No guys is gonna line up with the grills and like twenty other neighbors, just like to all <laughs> chilling in the line, be like, "Hey, bro, what's up? We about to we about to grill, have a grill off." Well, I mean, they, they might in some places, maybe in okay. Texas, but you know, in the, in the average place, in the average place, they're not gonna do that. Maybe in um, Texas, are we stereotyping? Right now, now I believe that it exists, but. I think the problem comes from what form it exists in. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about the different kind of forms that is exist in. We'll kind of break it down individually um, so we can kind of get more into that. Why I'm kind of I'm kind of for it and why I kind of think that toxic toxic masculinity masculinity we just messing up this toxic masculinity. It's, it's, a, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> it is a tongue twister. They did that on purpose. It's like reading a Dr. Seuss book. But I probably would would not tongue twist those, but I definitely would this. Yeah. Um. So let's let's uh break this down. We'll talk a little bit about bullying. We'll talk a little bit about roughhousing. Um. We'll talk a little bit about sexualization of women. Okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. Uh, so first, bullying. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the evolution of bullying because bullying has changed within the last decade, two decades. Um, like I remember hearing stories from, you know, when, when my dad was, was young, he's, um, I'm, I'm half Dominican, he's full Dominican. Um, and so Dominicans, we essentially look like African-Americans for people who haven't, or don't live on the East coast where a lot of Dominicans are, um, they are Islanders that are Spaniards, uh, descendants of Spaniards and Africans, but people who aren't from that side don't know and they look at us and they think that we're African, like just full-blooded African. Um, And he used to, as a kid, um, his first language was Spanish. And so he used to get like chased and beat up and like they would beat him up because he was a, he looked like a black kid, but he had a Spanish accent or he spoke, you know, Spanish. Yeah. And he was beat up because of that and that alone. Um, So that is how it used to be. 
right? That is how bullying used to be. Bullying has changed so much and so drastically now that we have the ultimate bullying, which is like online. It's like psychological. They're like, they're, they're, they're getting, these kids today are so just way intelligent from where they used to be and or like conniving and how damaging that they can be because they'll make a meme about you put you they'll take a picture of your face put uh, it next to like an emu oh, and, yeah. like, and then well, that would be the joke well, you the, know the bullying today is is gone more into defamation like it's yeah. it's more of like you're everybody's defaming somebody else with the memes or whatever it may yep. be it's not like the old school bullying where you got shoved into a garbage can or someone whipped you with a towel or mm-hmm. or called you fat you know mm-hmm. it's a it, it's gotten a little evil out there absolutely and and, and, and i i I have to say, I don't think it has to do with masculinity. I don't think so either. No, yeah. I just think, I, I think that it just has to do with technology. Yeah. I think I, just the, technology at the forefront. At the forefront. And I, I think it also has to do with parenting uh, because a lot of parenting has gone to well, sit you in front of a TV screen. And what, what yeah. are these kids doing without, you know, parents around finding out what they're watching, what they're doing. These kids are watching stuff maybe they shouldn't be doing or watching, and and then it's giving them ideas of how to react. Mm-hmm. Because it, when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch certain things, and as I got older, I progressively got to watch certain things yeah. because I matured and I was able to to handle those the, the maturity levels. Yeah. Whereas now it seems like kids are just subjected to everything, mm-hmm. and uh, where we expect kids to be able to handle it with maturity, and yeah. they can't. They're not mature yet, right? Yes. So I think um, I think it really has to do with that over over the idea that that kids just got meaner mm-hmm. for the sake of it because of technology. I think it's, it has to do with, with how life has kind of turned. I, I don't think it's necessarily the parents' fault, though. No. Here, here, no. Here, here's yeah, why, though. I agree. Um, because, for instance, when I was a kid growing up, um, they, they have and still implement a zero tolerance for bullying in a lot of schools. Right. Um, so, like, for instance, uh, I got in trouble as a kid. Let me tell you how I got in trouble as a kid. <laughs> Um, I can only imagine. <laughs> I got it in many ways, but this is just one. Um, I got a rubber band, and I was playing around with one of my um, my classmates. And this was I was still in elementary school. I was like sixth grade. Um, I was playing around with one of my classmates. I had a rubber band, and I put it on my hand, and I did like the little rubber band gun thing. I didn't shoot him, yeah. but I pointed at him, and I was like, "Stick him up!" And I was just kidding, right? And he said, "Ooh, I'm telling," and I'm like. I'm like, how you gonna tell? I didn't shoot you. Like, I was, you gotta tell me on that? Okay, go ahead and tell me. So he told me, I got called into the vice principal's office. <laughs> and had the talk about how being an African American can be damaging if I am threatening other kids in ways that, that, that can be stereotypical. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes, first serious. Oh so my god! There is zero tolerance for bullying. So then, what I think is happening, and you know, what I think happened back then too, is that when you try to tell kids, okay, you can't do this, you can't do this. If someone, if a kid hates somebody, people in general, when they hate somebody, they will go above and beyond to find ways to just be jerks to them. And when you can't 
physically put your hands on somebody, then that's when you go to teasing. That's when you'll go to these online formats and make memes and, you know, send text messages to right, it. We didn't even talk right. about that. Sending text messages to somebody and t- talking stuff. Um, because if you get caught, is it seems like it's less trouble because you're not physically harming somebody. Yeah. So I think, I don't think it's necessarily like, um, us being like, hey, you know, you, you as a parent or, or not even parents, just like being like, you can't beat somebody up, but they're still, you're going to still find ways to bully somebody. Yeah, there's always going to be a way to bully somebody. It's, yes. It's, I think it's natural because it, and it, when I think of bullies, I don't think of just males because I got bullied in school. I think everybody got bullied in school at one point or another mm-hmm. by somebody, whether it was a popular kid or the grumpy kid or the the, the kid that came with, from a pretty messed up house. And yeah. We all knew we all knew those people. I had someone put a tack on my chair to bully me, mm-hmm. and it was a chick. Oh, gosh, and she was doing it to be a bully, not to be not Cute not not, not to be flirtatious or anything. And mm-hmm. I sat on a freaking tack, and it hurt. Jeez. If you've ever sat on a tack, you know what I mean. <laughs> if you have not, go do it and tell me it doesn't hurt. Um, and it it the form of bullying. That's that's why I say I can't I can't say in the ad it talked about bullying. Yeah, and it showed only boys being bullies. Yeah, it's not true. Girls are just as much of bullies. In, but in, mostly in, boys are no, the bullies, because though. It, boys are bullies to boys. Yeah. Girls are bullies to girls. Uh, I would say more, okay. I would say when it comes to the, like, if a boy likes a girl and a girl likes a boy, the boy would be more prone to acts of physical bullying while the girl would be more prone to acts of like mental bullying but that's we're talking on a flirtatious level i'm talking about people being mean and just bullying girls are going to be bullies to girls typically and Mm -hmm. boys are going to be bullies to boys now you'll have that cross and some Mm -hmm. of it has to do with the flirt flirting but i don't think it has to do with anything between uh, men being more bullying mm-hmm. having more bullying actions than women mm-hmm. because i honestly watching it i yeah. don't i don't see it and and growing up being bullied and you being bullied mm-hmm. or being accused of being a bully or um even seeing my my daughters in school bullying is across the board so i i would never put that with masculinity because mm-hmm. i don't think it has anything to do with masculinity i think that just has to do with the nature of a human being of, of their own personal insecurities, mm-hmm. right? I, I agree. I don't think it has to do with masculinity. I just think that when it comes to bullying for boys, we're more physical while bullying for girls yeah. is just more right, mental. Right, right. Yeah, so exactly. then going back to like the zero bullying policy um, for schools, they're going to look more so at the immediate, which is physical harm, than like the um, indefinite, which is uh, the online harm or yeah. the mental harm yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, good point. Um, next one to talk about is roughhousing. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a little about that. Uh, do you think, or do you see kids roughhousing as much as they used to? Um, uh, I, I think so. Uh, real quick. Uh, Aaron says girls bully girls more. You think so? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, anyways, um, it, so, the roughhousing. What yes. was your question? I'm sorry. Um, do you feel that you see roughhousing still happening or Oh yeah. It's you do? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I, I, I see kids roughhouse all the time. 
um, sometimes out of anger and sometimes because they're just roughhousing because they're mm-hmm. wrestling. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times I roughhoused with, with my guy friends and, you know, had pillow fights and beat the crud out of each other. And, and, and to the point where sometimes we cried because we got hurt, I, but yes, I, I think it's a learning lesson. I think it's a way for, um, and you know, I see my daughter's roughhouse and, mm-hmm. uh, there's this more out of anger with each other. The, the, they, they beat the crud out of each other sometimes, yeah. but I, I, I stop stopping them because I want them to learn where, where the limit is. And I think that's what is very important about kids roughhousing is mm-hmm. it, it learns their, their, their limit of, Oh, I hurt you. Oh, I shouldn't go that hard that time. Next time, you know, mm-hmm. I should be a little more careful. And I think that teaches kids how to restrain a little bit. And, and it's just like, you know, you tell a kid not to touch a hot, a hot surface and they go to touch it and you tell them not to touch it. And then you tell them not to touch it. And guess what? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? They're they still going to touch it. They don't touch right. it. And then with the, once they learn that hurt, they're not going to do that anymore. And I think roughhousing is, is a huge part of, of, of learning and growing. And I have no problem with it. And I see no sense of masculinity in, in, in that because it is something that has been happening since the beginning of time. Okay. Right. So I believe that roughhousing actually went down from what it used to be. I think it actually went down. Um, so I don't see a problem with roughhousing like I do with bullying. Cause I th- I see bullying as, more more evolved yeah more psychological why well, i see roughhousing is oh, right i don't think roughhousing has ever been as bad as it's been in like the 80s and the 90s at the height of like the wwf era. Uh, you're, oh yeah back, oh back man, when we, WWE used to, we used to pick each was, other up and ddt each other <laughs> and i mean we we do our fake punches and throw each other against like our, our makeshift ring i mean yeah i it, the roughhousing has always been fun I like to roughhouse as an adult. If if uh-huh. I start roughhousing with a guy, it's it's fun. It's exciting. I getting a little pushing match or whatever. It just allows you to release some of the testosterone that's in there, right? You got testosterone and it's there. And we, we as men, we, our bodies want to release it in some way and use it, right? And I think I think that's part of it. Okay, I think that's borderline something else. You need to get that <laughs> but uh, but um but yeah the, like you you you, you come from you come from that generation thank you for proving my point um where yeah we we like to rough house we like right. to do all that stuff yeah. and i think that it's kind of um it's funny because you know with sports like the uh, football and ufc you know at the forefront of media attention um i would think that the paradigm shift would be more towards violence, more towards roughhousing, but I don't feel like we're doing more roughhousing. And, and it's funny too, because, you know, history itself has shown um, that in sophisticated societies uh, that we've always had some sort of like violent release or some kind of spectacle. Like we right. had the Coliseums, we yeah. had the pit fights, we had people fighting lions, we had, you know, wrestling, like I was talking about. Um, I think that there is a time and place for everything. Yeah. I think that's kind of what it sums up to. I absolutely agree. But, you know, if you're at a family barbecue like the Gillette commercial <laughs> showed and there's kids roughing, roughhousing in the grass and, and people, and, and, you know, some guys go, oh, boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. And then it pans to like the women saying, no, no, it's not good or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Boys will be boys. And did you see those kids hating each other or beating each other up or bleeding so, or crying? They, yeah. they, they weren't. They were so you bring fun. up a good point then. Right. It's not about the fact of them roughhousing. It's knowing the limits. Right. So then as soon as someone cries, you'd be like, okay. Now what you did is bad. As soon as someone picks that dude up and D- that kid and DDTs him <laughs> into the foldable table and all all the napkins, all the the the, the hot dogs just fall on the ground and be like, okay, 
Now you in trouble. Right. Um, because you affected my dinner. Um That's it's different. That's where you, you the, the parents would get involved and go, uh, see, you went a little too much. You mm-hmm. guys gotta take it easy, calm down a little bit. Absolutely. Right. And then the kids realize, okay, it went too rough, gotta calm down a little bit. Mm-hmm. The kid stops crying, gets a little bit of ice or sits in a corner and pouts all day or yeah. whatever it may be. If, if it's a good parent, they're gonna go, You're gonna be fine. Yeah, there's you, stop crying. You're good. Right. And that's where people go, well, that's toxic masculinity. No, it's not, because I teach that to my daughters, too. Mm-hmm. Well, if they get hurt, you're okay. If it's just a little scrape, I'm not going to baby them and go, oh, it's okay, boo-boo, you're going to be fine. It, it, no, you're fine. Get I up. I don't know. Go. Your kids whoop the crap out of me. I know. They, <laughs> my, my kids are, my girls say, right? I was sitting so, there. Okay, so that's a perfect example of tos, toxic masculinity on your two daughters. I taught my daughters you, how to. Because there was wailing on me. I was defenseless. <laughs> I was just staring. I was looking at you for help. I was like, why? <laughs> why? What did I do? I taught my daughters to to, to, to be, beat up black people. I know. Yes. yes <laughs> no. That's exactly it. I no. should have worn my MAGA hat. <laughs> no, jeez. He's kidding. He's kidding. I, I'm just going, no, nah, I'm not. I should have. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, it, you know, I taught my daughters how to play rough and how to, to, to be okay and, and how to know their limits. You, you're just a wuss, so you, you thought they were hitting okay. you. Okay, you keep thinking that when I'm DDT, <laughs> your kids, and the nearest table. Hey, I mean, hey, it was a table. That's what I'm going to tell them. You know what I'll tell them? What? I, that is what happens when you rough house with someone bigger than you. Okay, so I have permission. You guys heard live. I have recording. <laughs> he said I could DDT his kids. All right, and the last thing I want to talk about as far as um, the different kinds of form of masculinity, toxic masculinity, is sexualization of women. Yeah. And this is probably where I fall the hardest on like the line and be like, yes, I'm okay with it. No, I'm not okay with it. I think that especially with the new um, realization of the stuff that was going on in Hollywood, um, the Me Too movement. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Me Too movement as well is it's a backlash on several years upon years upon years of, you know, oppression of women of um sex- sexualization of women um you know there were the longest civil rights movement 70 years of just trying to gain some type of equality so i feel like ingrained in our society there's still a backlash effect of it um so i think that and this is not something that just is just for women i think that it can definitely go both ways i think that if someone is, no one should ever at any point in time should be touching somebody else if it's unwarranted. Well, of course. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Whether it be a woman or a man. I agree. Um, I think that it's definitely, as of right now, I think it's definitely one-sided. Um, I think uh, the cat calling definitely needs to stop. There is a specific way that you can approach somebody. Well, I, I, I do have to, I have to say that, okay, I, yeah. I don't agree with cat calling, but okay. there are areas where it's, it's known and it's welcome. Um, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere in New York, I think it was the Bronx. I heard someone say, or or it, where catcalling is normal. People stand on the street, the catcall, and it's actually welcomed by a, a lot of the community. Oh, what? Yeah, I, I heard don't this. Agree. I, I, I don't. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true, but I heard that. But okay. I, I don't agree with it. cat. But if if there's a girl walking down the street mm-hmm. and she gets catcalled, and she likes it, see the thing is. Because... I'm not defending the catcalling. I'm just saying it's a. But, but the fact that you heard that though. And you don't know can definitely be like the purpose of of one of the sides that people are seeing in right, toxic masculinity right. because we don't know. I've never been in New York, so I personally don't know. I know 
or I can't even say I know. I've heard that men out there are more aggressive. Yes. When it comes to approaching women. Um, but just because they're more aggressive and just because it's normal doesn't necessarily mean that's right. right. Um, so with that said, th- let's look at, you know, possibly the, the, the negative side to trying to implement um, stopping uh, men from approaching women. Okay. Um, so something I'll call the approach problem. So overcompensating for acceptance, with which I've personally done. I told you about <laughs> in like dates that I've had. Like yeah. there'll be times like where I'm sitting, you know, on a date, and I'll be looking into a girl's eyes and be like, "Can I proceed in kissing your face? Like this is acceptable with you." Um, but yeah, because that, that that would be like the opposite swing of the pendulum, just because I feel like I have to watch out because being an African-American male, if anything goes down at any point in time, the police are automatically on her side. Not necessarily. Yes, but, but I've, I, I think that fa- I've I think, had that happen. I think that falls for most men. OK, I think in, a, in that case, I think a lot of men could be. It involved in something like that mm-hmm. and the police side with the woman over the man and the, the reason why okay. is is because of all this push saying that men are are overly masculine and that they're the aggressors okay which in reality if you look at the numbers women are almost just as much of aggressors sexually as men are um, i don't believe and, that no it's just less reported because men don't report on it and okay and, if and, it's okay if it's not reported how would you know that well it's not reported in to police but in statistics and studies and and research they found that there's a lot of men that don't say anything about their their the sexual oncomings to them because i don't believe you, you don't believe i, I don't do believe a little research on it i don't believe so so i i i feel that when it comes to sexual aggression in that case of mm-hmm. of of you getting in trouble because you're a man in black yes. i think most men would would have the police side against them. I could see that. Okay, I I, just see because that. of the the stereotypical rape culture that's out there now. That that, that we've we had a, a we did an episode on rape culture. Yes, we did, and and we don't agree with rape, and we don't agree with that kind of stuff, and we don't uh, agree with overly being aggressive with women if they're not comfortable with it. And and I I think that. Um, I think everybody should just be careful with that, but I don't think it has to do with masculinity or anything like that. I think it's a cultural. I, I ideology ideology a cultural bias there we go a cultural bias <laughs> uh, to different areas of the country where some some areas are a little bit more aggressive and you might see the women a little bit more aggressive because of that but then mm-hmm. you come to places like California where you don't see as much aggression or catcalling or anything like that yeah. on, because it, 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 it's it's toned down California's a chill laid back state where other places aren't so much so it, it's based on when you where you live but from my point of view, I don't see that aggressive masculinity mm-hmm. that doesn't go both ways. It, it, it comes from females, too, in mm-hmm. my, my idea. So we're going to go ahead and move on to our next topic. In the future, though, we're going to be talking about, um, is this demasculating men? Um, we're going to be giving some sex advice from one of our listeners. I'm going to give a non-spoiler review of Glass by M. Night Shyamalan. But before we get started with that, we're going to get started about what's great about this country in our next segment, which is This Is America with Truex. I live in the real world where men sell propane and propane accessories. Huh? Is this America? I'm sorry, I thought it was America. So, you're driving down the street, right? Okay. And you're 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 cruising, 
in your 6-4, and um, you're with your homies, and you're just driving down the street having some fun, right? Okay. And you haven't seen a popo. No cops. No one, no cops. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. And then, as you're going about 15 over the speed limit, haven't seen no cops, it's been a good day, you look up and you slam on your brakes and overreact because you saw a police officer standing on the side of the road. But then you realize, okay, I'm okay. And you keep driving. And then you do it again because you see another police officer standing on the side of the road. And you pull over and you realize that it's a cardboard cutout. (laughs) You got fooled and tricked. Because, well, God bless America. Wow. So. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so so that part of the story of, you know, slamming on your brakes and, okay, I made that up, all right? Okay. I was just giving a little story. No, but, no you're good. Um, but, um, so the stiff arm of the law is taking on a whole new meaning in Texas. All right. According to Williamson County Sheriff uh, uh, Robert uh, Chody, mm-hmm. he's pairing deputies with cardboard cutouts of officers to deter motor- motorists from speeding. You know, I would I would expect nothing less from an officer named Chody. Chody, Officer Chody. <laughs> That's a horrible last name. That is. Oh, what 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 kind? What I wonder what kind of um, uh, bullying he received in school. Um, apparently from the Roadrunner because he's doing some wily coyote <laughs> stuff right now. <laughs> um, the sheriff tweeted a video this week showing one of the f- uh, Fox deputies pointing a radar gun at oncoming traffic. It's a creative way to solve a problem without really wor- uh, working the problem. Uh, Chody told Austin's. Um, this was in Texas. This is of in course Texas. it was so, in, yeah, Texas. It's in Texas. When you're going 20. 30 miles per hour and you see the silhouette you're immediately breaking slowing down <laughs> is this is this what happens when the government shuts down they just put in like just some paper cardboard stand-ups i i, I guess i will yeah when the government shut down you can't afford the cops so you gotta uh it's it, sorry if you hear that annoying banging in the background it's because we're right next to the gym and you can hear them <laughs> uh it, uh and so it's a creative way to slow people uh slow people down but if you were to see this driving down the road would you stop Oh my god, yes. That looks real. <laughs> you, wow. You'd slam on your brain. Dude, brakes, that right? looks real. <laughs> I that, that, and I you know, I I would probably freak out too because, you know, I'd probably <laughs> oh. be speeding way too much and <laughs> Okay, so this is what okay, this would happen in Texas. This is what yeah. all I bet you this is the way that they they say that they're working and then they if just want to go pick up a burrito. They're going eating some donuts or, you know, or working on the wall. Be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Build that wall. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Anywho, you're listening to KSSU Stingers Up. What's with Millennials podcast. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Within Range. Once, once again, we're talking about toxic masculinity. Um is it good? Is it bad? Does it exist? Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the future. Um, if we are demasculating our men, if we're messing up the next generation, if everyone, if we're just going to raise a group of just, just devalued men, just men, just, just crumpled over like Smeagol and the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but before we do that, Let's lighten it up a little bit. Um, let's talk about uh, Glass in this new segment that I have not made a name for, but it's D's Reviews. So, um, yeah, let's get it. Hello. 
I'm Patrick Stewart, theater genius. Right. M. Night Shyamalan is at it again with the next installment in the Unbreakable Universe with Glass, starring Bruce Willis, Samuel Jackson, and James McAvoy. I want to be very particular with this review because I really enjoy this movie, but it's not without its faults. The cinematography is at peak forms, with revelations causing tension, first-person view perspectives giving different avenues to character immersion, and color that makes Glass a visual tri-tip sandwich for the eyes. The story itself is an interesting psychological concept. What would happen if Superman and Lex Luthor found themselves in a mental hospital? But the movie stumbles when it hammers some concepts too often for the viewer. Though everyone might be expecting M. Night Shyamalan's twist as he does in all of his films, this one might not be what everyone is expecting. With that said, I really enjoyed this movie and I recommend people to go see this movie, but with some advice, right? Do not go expecting to see a Marvel movie. This is a thriller. Okay? Let me repeat that. This is not a Marvel movie. This is a thriller. It is pretending to be a superhero movie, and it's not. You'll enjoy it way more. And that is my review. Ooh, sounds good. Yes. So I really enjoyed it, but I definitely can see why people would be like, eh, I don't really like this. Yeah. Specifically because of the third act, of what happens in the third act. Okay. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything for um, the listeners out there who might be listening to this and saying, you know, are, are on the fence about seeing it or not. Definitely go see it. Okay. It is definitely worth it. Like I said. Um, it's a thriller. It's a mental thriller. Kind it is, of? It's a thriller. Okay. It's a thriller. It, it can be kind of a mental thriller. Okay. I, I would just stick it at thriller. You'll okay. enjoy it that much more. Don't go in thinking, oh, I'm going to see an Iron Man movie. Okay. Or, oh, I'm going to go see a Superman movie. It's not that. It will it it gives you hints of that's what it's going to be, but it's not that. Okay. It's a thriller. Okay. Um, so the good things about it, once again, is the color. The color is magnificent. Um, very vivid colors on, um, with very dark black, so then they pop a lot more. Uh, the cinematography in it, especially like the first... 20 minutes of the movie you'd be sitting there like i'm in this really yes um you'd be like i am like i am in this like this is it um definitely bringing back old characters they use i don't know if you saw unbreakable did you no i don't think so okay so if you ever get the chance this is um the third installment in the universe that m night Shyamalan made uh, following his Unbreakable movie. His okay. Unbreakable movie starred Bruce Willis, and it was about like 19, 20 years ago or so. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> the concept of that movie was there was uh, Bruce Willis's character meets up with uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, and Samuel L. Jackson's character is a man who is in a wheelchair because his bones break super easily. So then they nicknamed him Mr. Glass. Okay. Um, because his bones break super easy. So he... And he was a big comic book fan, so he was like, you know what? I believe that if I'm this way, there's a purpose for me being this way. And my purpose is that I must be a villain. And because I'm a villain, that means that somewhere out there, there is someone with the opposite powers of me. Since I break so easily, there must be someone who is unbreakable. 
Uh, which is a concept of the movie. Okay. And he eventually finds Bruce Willis and he starts making him question um, his reality. Because he's like, have you ever been sick? Uh, when was it? Have, when have you ever called out being sick? Um, do Have you ever tried to lift any weights? Like, have you ever tested how strong you really are? So it's like, once again, like a thriller, right? right. You don't go to that movie thinking, that, oh, this is a superhero movie. Because um, by the end, the whole concept of the movie, by the end of the movie, I don't want to spoil too much, but the, the whole concept of the movie is him trying to figure out if he's a superhero, but he doesn't do like, he doesn't like really do any super feats. Um, He's trying to prove to himself that yes, he is living he is. in his own reality. Exactly. So then the story is about that. It's not about his super heroic feats of him going saving people okay. and doing all okay. that. So going into this movie, I was thinking like the same concept. Yeah, it's going to be it's showing off like it's going to be a right. superhero movie, but I'm like, it's not. A, it's not really a superhero okay. movie. Oh, yeah. That's I'm more for to, the story. I'm going to have to check Unbreakable out and then watch The Glass. Uh, watch Split. Split? Split is the second one. So Unbreakable, Split, and yes. then Glass. Yes. Now, okay. um, do you know who um, uh, McAvoy is? Uh, what's his first name? Uh, James McAvoy. Mm, sounds familiar. Have I you don't... have you ever seen uh, the, X, the X-Men movies, like First Class? Yeah. He is... Um, Patrick Stewart's character, uh, Professor Xavier. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's okay. him. Okay. He is very interesting. He's the best thing about this movie as really? well. Really? Okay. And he's the main character in Split, which is the second installation okay. in this trilogy, okay. right? Okay. And what's crazy about him is that he is a uh, murderer who um, has a split personality disorder. So on, only like one of them really murders people. Well, he has 24 personalities. The other personality is just like kidnapped and hold uh, okay. uh, captives for him while that one personality will murder, murder them. Him. Okay. So it's crazy. He like, cause he'll go from like a little kid, like a, a nine year old kid up to being like a, like a older, like a 40 year old woman. And then uh, like geez. down to like a, a, a bro <laughs> and then like switch over. Like in this movie, he even like switch over to like someone who spoke Spanish <laughs> and like, he'll do it like at a, at a flip of a hat. Yeah. So it was really crazy. Like, I'm surprised he, could it, you he, imagine being caught by someone like that and being be tortured so with multiple personalities? So <laughs> scary. Well, it's crazy because none of them really torture them. It's only the other guy. So they're like having conversations and, and it's like just normal. And then yeah, it, it, weird. He's, but normal and then all of a sudden you're dead yeah so there's just like there's and one it was my favorite personality one of my favorite personalities is when he's the nine-year-old kid because like he'll go in he'll like put on skates and like he'll skate around them and he's like the beef is gonna get you yeah it's funny so yeah definitely go watch that movie if you if you haven't seen it but i can definitely see why some people would be like eh, it's not for me um, but yes, going back to our topic, and once again, as what's what's millennials podcast on KSSU stingers up um, toxic masculinity. Let's talk a little bit about demasculating men. OK, how is this affecting our future generations of our males? Right. If we are saying that, you know, you have to watch what you're doing. Um, you know, be careful with, with being who you feel that you are naturally. Um, I don't think it has to do with, you know, be careful with what you're doing and who you are naturally. I think it has to do with the, the idea of, of taking away the, the natural abilities of a man and turning them into little girls, uh, sissies. I, and I don't mean little girls in a negative, uh, ultra masculinity way. I mean, 
men today are not as manly as they were 20 years ago. Yeah, I agree. Right? Um, and, and that's actually a complaint. I was reading an article today. That's actually a complaint from a majority of women mm-hmm. is that when they're looking for a partner, they can't find a man that's masculine mm-hmm. enough. They're almost a little too unmasculine. I hear you. Um, and I think that has to do with society and the the babying of of kids. It's not just boys. I mm-hmm. think it's 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 girls too of babying them and making them uh, feel coddled. Gotcha. Um, and that takes away their ability to 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 let their 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 natural capabilities of being who they are to overcome those obstacles or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Um, and, and you think about it and what is masculinity? A ma- a, a masculinity is, is a man, a husband, a father, someone who knows their limits, knows when to defend their family and knows when to run with their family. It's a man who knows when to go into battle for his country and when to stand down from battle for his country. Um, you know, 96% of, of military deaths are men, right? Um, and all throughout history, men have been defenders. It's it, There are women who defend, and, mm-hmm. and, and by all means, but when you're in battle, do you want to see a bunch of girls? And this is not a sexist thing. It's mm-hmm. just a question. You want to see a bunch of girls next to you with guns, or do you want to see a bunch of guys who can take multiple punches or whatever it may be? Think, and that's nothing because there are women that can do it. I'm just yeah, saying. I think that, honestly, when it comes down to I don't think it should matter. It, it because, shouldn't matter. Because m- for two reasons. First one is because when you are next to someone in battle, it's you're mostly either doing tactical or you're shooting. You don't really get into fistfights too often, Correct. right? So that'll, that'll be my okay, first So, so th- I, I guess I, I phrased that wrong or I, I, I directed that wrong because I don't mean women can't do it. But if you look back at the old days and, and you okay. look up to today, even, even when you are in battle, there are physical altercations in battle. There's a lot more than just standing you know, hundreds of yards away and shooting at each other. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to it, but men are naturally bred physical. We we jump into violence. We jump into it. And there's a lot of that. There's women that do it, but a majority of men have the more physical types of jobs compared to women. Yeah. Right? So so I don't think that has anything to do with masculinity. I, I think it has well, to that- do with, with men are more physical and we're more inept to be able to do those types of things. Not saying that mm-hmm. women can't do it. Yeah. It's just a lot of women don't. I just think that we have uh, bigger body mass and muscle mass than women because of the just testosterone that right. are put into our bodies. Right. But I don't think that should limit... Who can, because I think that I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you dedicate yourself to doing something specifically, that even though it might be harder for you to do that, for the most part, you will be able to succeed. Um, um, so even though like some women might be disadvantaged because they don't naturally have the same kind of muscle mass or whatever, I think that the, for instance, right in a gang, if it was an all black gang, right. And there was one white guy. The person who I'd be most afraid of is that one white dude, because what did he have to do <laughs> to get in? <laughs> you know what, what I'm saying? What? So then if I see you, for, for instance, like the one girl on a football team. Yeah. What did she have to do to be on the, to football be team. On the team? She had to be the fastest. She had to be the, the best at throwing. She had to be the best kicker or whatever. Right. So if I see a woman on or in um, 
you know, in an army or what have you, Marines, what have you. I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to mess with her because she's the white dude amongst the black gang members. I'm not, she's crazy. Right. So, the way I look at it. So, it, it, and, and when it comes to military, I'm, I'm, I'm very set on military. I'm, I'm okay. a huge patriot, you know, that I, I love our military. And um, it, there have only been, was it two women? I think it was the Army Rangers that have ever passed the Army Ranger, Rangers training. Okay. You know how they, they pa- know. you know how they passed. I don't know what that is. They, uh, okay, so uh, Army Ranger training. I think it was Army Rangers. It was one of the, or maybe it was uh, Navy SEALs. But anyways, it is a hardcore it, to pass this it test, like yeah. hardcore water and rain and and mud and 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 going without any sleep and, mm-hmm. and moving and, and running and and it's like three days of just yeah. physical extremities and going through it. There's only been two women that have ever, ever passed. Okay. And it was because the test was, the standards were lowered for them. Okay. Okay. So, so when it comes to combat to the, the, not just, you know, standing, you know, arming a gun or, or going into battle, but when Mm -hmm. it comes into those type of tactical movements, do you think that the women should have lowered standards to be able to pass that test? Or do you think they should be passing with the same standards of a man? You, you give an excellent example right there. I think that they should have the same standards when it comes to, because when it comes to combat and stuff, the enemy's not going to take it easy on you, right? So I agree with you on that. I think that the right person just hasn't come along. Right. Um, If only two people have passed and they lower the standards, I just think is because they haven't had enough people come and take the test. I agree. If there are more people who are dedicated to actually doing it, I think that it would be something that they're interested in. Right. Maybe even the fact that they lower the standards and then we have people who are like, oh, they lower the standards. It right. doesn't seem like it's an accomplishment because they lowered the right. standards. So they're it, not interested in that. And and that, that brings that comes to the point of if we say men are too masculine and we lower the standards of what it is to be a man, and I'm not saying men need to be ruthless jerks who catcall and beat up women and, and because that's wrong. Right. But if we lower the standards of what true masculinity is compared to this, this, this toxic max masculinity. And if it is out there, there's probably a small percentage of men mm-hmm. that are rude and like, like um, uh, Mr. Uh, Brown, um, Chris Brown, <laughs> he just got in trouble. Um, but uh, 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 once again, but anyways, you, you have, you, you have that set of standards and if you lower that mm-hmm. then now we have to go through and lower the standards of our army rangers because all these men have been demasculinized and now they can't pass the test of what makes our men better at war than other countries men right that's a it, huge jump i don't it, think it, you can be it, like hey it sounds like a jump lower your to- no because all toxic masculinity is is the negative value effects of happenstance of being a male right so then the the aftermath of us having higher body masses of us throwing our weight around of us having higher um uh hormones 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 yes anyway um so because of that there's after effects of us doing that because we're more prone to throwing our weight around i don't think it's necessarily gonna affect 
every aspect of everything except for trying to make things equal. So then how do we make that equal? It would be of us not having standardized tests that are different. Right. I think that we need to have tests that are that are equal because what's going to happen, then we're going to start seeing women who will step up to the plate so then that we can prove people who don't believe them wrong. But let us know in your comments. Um, write us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to start wrapping this up. We have to get oh. to that sex advice. Yeah, the sex advice, but I think I'm getting too fat. My belt's cutting into my stomach. Oh, oh, oh I, I got to buckle my belt. Sorry. Okay, no problem. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get started with our last segment, which is listener mail. All right. All right. What we got here, Truex? What we got? What we got? All right. Did the postman come? So this one is from Anonymous. Did the postman come? Jeez. This one's from Anonymous. This is our sex advice. Here we go. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. From Anonymous. Anonymous writes, I've been with my girlfriend for a year and our sex life is expletive. <laughs> What's a good way to spice it up? Anonymous. Anonymous. Okay. So expletive. Yes. It uh, says something else. Okay. <laughs> can't read it. I just it on, can't read it can't on read air. It. Um, spice it up. I yes. mean, do you guys talk about your sex life? Uh, do you talk about your likes and your dislikes? Because that, that would be my first go-to. Because if you are expecting a hot and spicy sex life with your partner, but you haven't talked about your likes and dis- dislikes together... Mm-hmm. Um, and how extreme or unextreme you guys like to be, um, yeah. it, 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 that's a big one. You, I think you got to have that conversation first and, and be mm-hmm. able to figure out why is it not so good? Yeah. And obviously you're not going to go, how come our sex life is horrible? You're going to say, let's try something new or what would you like to try? Or what would I like to try? Or hey, let's go down to the, to, to the sex store. Let's go, let's go see something that might it spark our interest together. Yeah. Okay. So uh, talk to your partner. Talk to your be, partner. Be yeah. more open. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's what you do, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> here's what you do. Oh yeah. Okay. Don't I'm, listen to D. Here we go. Okay. Ready for this? Okay. So you got to do the millennial version of a stranger meetup. Okay. What you do? You guys pretend that you guys are strangers, right? And you guys are going stranger. Okay. You know how like people back in the day they would be like, oh, put, wear a wig and I'll meet you at this bar or whatever, whatever. <laughs> you're gonna do the millennial version of that. You're gonna text each other. You're gonna pretend you're online dating with each other. Right, you don't text her, okay? And then you guys have a date. You have a date to go on your date. Go on your date, and she gets there, text her, oh, I can't make it. <laughs> this is the online dating. It's a millennial <laughs> online dating. She's like, oh, I can't make it. Okay, do that about three, four more times. <laughs> and then on the fifth time, they'd be like, finally, you know what? Just come over to my place, whatevs, right? And get there, um, have the cheapest bottle of champagne. <laughs> Put, some Monty. Some spun- sparkling, <laughs> sparkling wine. It's supposed to be sparkling cider. Is like sparkling biter. I don't even know what that is. It's just, that's just off brand. And then, uh, you know, you have your wig. Do you do and just pop on some Netflix and just lazy, lazy go time. Uh, do not That'll take that advice. Up. That'll spice it up. Watch people she, do it. She will not come to your Save your, save your, yo. You will be sitting there in your underwear, eating popcorn, watching Netflix by yourself. I can't say the rest. It entices because by the fifth time, you'll be like, what is this? She'll start thinking like, what is wrong with me? (laughs) 
<laughs> so now you're psychologically messing up a woman. You have to. No, That's it's toxic not woman. Maxil- masculinity, no, my friend. No, because she could do it to him, too. Okay. I don't, this, anonymous, this. anonymous, that is incorrect. Talk to your lady. Find out what she likes and what she wants and what then she Then go put on the wig and then be like, hello, <laughs> I, I'm here. Wait, and be like, I'm not there. Who's putting on the wig? The with whoever well I anonymous? mean this could be anonymous could be a girl too so it could be oh, a girl oh, oh, with a girlfriend true. Oh, that's so true. either okay. or so either way you can wear a just wig. both you guys wear wigs just, just everyone if, wear wigs it, it, anonymous if you are a man though it's a little weird if you're wearing like a no, long blonde hair wig you could be a rocker an eighties rocker oh you, glam. Well, yeah but you got to do the, the glam style you can't do you just... know how turned on she might be if you do that yeah she might she'd be like oh Axl Rose you're welcome you're welcome anonymous yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, this next one is from Ben. What's going on, Ben? What's up, Ben? Ben, ben writes, do you think the government shutdown is going to affect us in the long run? Ben. No. It'll affect my millennial stranger meetups. <laughs> the millennial stranger meetups. I think meetup. it already has. I think the, the cardboard the police... <laughs> I think that is like a long, that is like a a, a, a band-aid for a long-term problem. <laughs> I think that's just a band-aid for a like, long-term speeding problem. Did, <laughs> did you hear about the, the TSA people? Uh, going on a strike or? They're the, all government officials are not getting paid, right? right. Well, not all. It's the a partial. The majority of government it's a, it's officials. Partial. It's like a quarter of the government. Okay. So the major <laughs> government officials, you know, like the yeah. people who run the country. Right. And uh, that also includes airports. So the people who are supposed to be checking for like weapons and stuff when you get onto the airport, when you get onto the plane, they haven't been getting paid. But yeah. they've been told to still come still to work, work and not get paid. Right. Yeah. So what do you think they've been doing? <laughs> the Washington News. The Washington uh, Airport um, had some. Was it Washington? It might have yeah, been. No, it was. was I it think Washington? it was Seattle. It, yeah. They were playing like some like hip hop with curse words on it over the intercom. Oh, maybe because yeah. They were the ones who were supposed to be playing the music. Yeah, but TSA people have just been leaving and they've been having fun. Yeah, they don't like, care. They're not getting paid. Well, yeah. So. I mean, I mean they're going to get back pay, but it doesn't pay their bills now. And yeah, I that doesn't help. That. You have to go find work yeah. to help to pay right. your bills now. You don't. Exactly. exactly. Can't tell that. Can I pay you rent guy with um, this air, with the, the, this IOU? No. I, I think I think there, there's a, a, a short-term effect. I think mm-hmm. um, the only long-term effect that the government shutdown will have is our inability to trust our government officials, not just the president, but everyone in the government, yeah. our, our elected officials, because how can we trust them to come to a conclusion together um, without them going, no, I'm not going to give you anything, or the other side saying, well, I ain't going to do anything unless you do something. So it's, why did the government shut down? Uh, the shutdown is based on the border wall. And it has to do with the $5.7 million that Trump so, wants to, to, to build, finish oh a wall okay. that hasn't that hasn't been finished, right? This, so This wall, remember when, but, when we first started recording, before Trump got elected, yeah. I was like, there is not going to be a wall built. There will be. And, there is and, and, not going to be a wall And the reason why built, I say there will be, because there are, has already been a, a partial wall built. And in those areas that that wall has been built, it has been successful, and it, it has lowered the crossing point in those areas by up to 96%. It has, it has not lowered the illegal crossing into in, the America. No, no, it has lowered in those areas. So those areas that have the fence, they go to where it, there is no d- fence. It does it, not lower because the majority of illegals come 
via plane that, no, over here that, through visas, that is and then false. they stay. No, that, that is, is not no, false. No, that is false. Look up the statistics. It, no, no the not. statistics, it, it, there are a lot of illegals here that are here on overstayed visas. Yes, which but means planes. They I, don't come. You can't get a visa if you come here illegally. I, you get a visa if you stayed here legally and then your visa expires right, your visa expires and you should go home at that point but here's the thing is we do have what is it it's 2000 a day getting caught at the border and in in certain areas it's 200 to 300 a day getting caught crossing where there is no place or where there is a place for them to cross without any obstruction all the wall is there to do is to limit those coming across illegally over the border, including drugs and and um, child uh, the child rings of uh, of what is it the 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 sex rings that are out mm-hmm. there. They're being brought over into the U.S. A lot of the children that are caught on the border are not caught with their parents. They're caught with coyotes that are bringing them over for the sex trade um that's not true that is true there that there are a lot true. of kids that are uh, the it, majority of the parents that are coming over here are separate or the majority of the kids that are coming over here are separated from their parents no they, they, they're, yes, a they lot are. of them do not come with their parents there's actually a lot of parents in in the southern countries they send their kids to the united states they send them with birth control because they know like the females because they know that they're going to be assaulted and raped on the way that's not so, true you no know, it is no that it is, it, not true. It is absolutely we, 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 absolutely true and there are statistics and i actually have a whole bunch of statistics from the border control from them directly because from the border patrol that wouldn't be biased whatsoever it's so, not biased because there, they're the ones who are actually go, enacting we're gonna it we're going to go ahead day. and continue on this next one is also from ben what's going on ben again what's up ben if dogs could talk what would they say ben rough duh can you throw the ball for me duh i don't even know what a dog would say what are you eating i, want to I don't I think want some. i don't think dogs are in, too intelligent yeah i think they're very like um in the moment very like just kind of go run and go haha <laughs> pun intended i guess um dogs are a little retarded um but at the same time i think there are some smarts because like my dog she she can't reach a ball underneath the couch she'll mm-hmm. sit there she'll whine and then she'll just vividly look at you i could see i could see kids doing that too i don't mean they're stupid they're right, just, I mean they're right. lazy yeah but <laughs> but if the dog could say something to you at that moment in time like Hey, I looked down where the ball is, and now I'm looking at you. And I looked at the ball, and now I'm looking at you. And I want you to get it. What What do you think the dog would say? Get up, stupid! Get my thing for me. I'm too lazy. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be our time. Um, hope you guys like the show. Yeah. Been very interesting. Toxic yes. masculinity. Um, Chris, do you have any last things to say? Any go outs? Um, be a man. Yes. And as, as and, long as it's not toxic. Yeah, don't be a toxic man. Don't bully. Don't bully. But women don't bully either. You can't bully. Yes. Oh, oh, within range. Shout out. Wham. And that's All it. Alright. And we will go ahead and catch you later. My name's Adonis. I am Truax. We'll catch you later. Peace. Like your question asked on here. Email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow and like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at WWM underscore show. And send us a tweet at WWM Show. What's with Millennials Podcast?